0: My dear friends, we are now approaching the Chaga Pesach. Erv Pesach after Chatzos, where we bring the the current Pesach already to start preparing it. An unbelievable time, a historic time for Klaus Ril. I want to continue with the thought we started last time, and uh, it will it'll be uh, elaborated on by the upcoming... Uh, parts of the Haggadah. We, we spoke about last time that the Baal Haggadah brings the comparison that, that Yecheskel Novi makes of Khalasral. Now, what does it mean that Khalasral became Rav, that we became numerous in Mitzrayim? It means that we, we sprouted. We, we sprouted like a, like a, a growth that we increased, we became bigger, and the Pasak uses the word, Vatirbi, Vatigdili, you, you increased and you became big, Vatavoi, Baade adaim, and, and you brought forth, uh, charmless uh, beauty, you brought, you brought forth, um, something something beautiful, and then, you you had you added uh, the development of of um, puberty puberty where you develop hair and and uh, and chest and uh, that was the that was the allusion to Klal developing on a physical level that there's something there's a taharas haguf there's a purity of the body that claustral have. And this precedes the all the spiritualness that's going to come afterwards, right? There's, there's, uh, the Navi continues, and I, and I pass by you, and uh, and you and you were you were and, and we're still naked, we were, we were without the decorations, we we're without the clothing, the big day chavod of the Torah and the mitzvahs. We spoke about that last time. That, that the Torah and the mitzvahs is what brings out the essential preciousness. Of the of the of the Jewish neshama but just want to refocus over here on the on the analogy to a, to a little baby that's born and develops into a beautiful young woman and that there's a tahara there's a purity of the body which is uh, in its own right a greatness uh, before one comes on to uh, the spirituality of the neshama the expression of the neshama, which is Torah and mitzvahs, the neshama for the ruach, uh, Torah for the neshama, mitzvahs for the ruach. But there's also a tacharas ha'guf, a purity of the of the body itself, which is analogized to a beautiful young woman, where there there's something special even before we start looking at the ruach and at the neshama. That's Klausel have, and why is there a focus specifically on this over here? Because we all understand that. Yetzirah Mitzrayim, this Hag that we're about to walk into, is pre matan Torah. So we don't yet have those greater levels of expression of Ruach and expression of Neshama. But this is the formation itself, this is the formation of the Guf Tahor, the body that is pure, that does not have a contamination of Yetzirah, means that essentially... A Jew, even the even the body, even the goof, wants to do the Ratzon Hashem on a, on a very very deep level. It's it's possible to convert that even that it should be should be in service of Hashem. And that's and that part is the part that's being worked on in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim is called the barzal. It is the crucible of purification. There's a place where where we're purified, you purify. you're purifying a metal, you're not yet working on the, on the particular object that you're making, you're, you're working on the material, on the, on the substance itself, on the, on the physical aspect of the thing itself. And uh, that's what we spoke about, the, the, the Pesach, unlike all the other holidays, focuses on mitzvahs of experience, focuses on mitzvahs of eating, Eating, of course, is a process of building the body. The body grows. And Moforsham explain that that's why there's specifically these seven days it's so important to stay away from comets because we're, so to speak, building ourselves from scratch during these seven days. And if the essential binyan is made in a pure way, so then afterwards, even when the a is in- reintroduced, it'll always be a foreigner. Which is the case with, with Klaus Well we are we are of the Hashem down to our down to our bones, right? Call it smosai David of all my bones say say your praises. So that, that's the that's the deep source of what a yid is, is, is purity, even in the physical, that it wants to conform and wants to follow the and Hashem, that is why we eat on this Hag because we're eating all these mitzvahs we're eating mitzvahs, we mean, it means that the essential sustenance of our physicality itself is spiritual in nature and we're staying away from comments that there is no admixture of the Yitzhahara so on that note we're going to flip a few pages depending on your Haggadah if you have one of these uh, extensive Haggadahs, you may be flipping many pages right now and we want to come to the discussion Vayotzienu hashem misraim hashem to kasher misraim v'lo ide malach natun angel v'lo ide sarof v'lo ide shliach ela kodesh boruchu b'chavdo u'v'atsmo so we just want to focus on this what is the absolute need that this should be the case this is a very very unique situation, we never see this happening, why specifically at this stage is there a need that Hashem Himself should be the one to take us out so using this principle that we've been saying that this is, that this is the birth of In fact, Rehitzak Haizak Haver and his Hagdama to Yad Hazaka to his Haggadah has a long Hagdama where he parallels with mind-blowing depth and beauty the process of Yetzias Nitzrayim, and the process of the birth of a child. But like we said, that that's what's happening over here. So, then we can understand what the morale says in Gvur HaShem, Perak Nun that this is based on the Gemorra in Tainas. The Gemorrah says that there are three mavteiches, three keys, that Hashem does not turn over into the hand of anyone. And uh, he, he, the, he does himself. And one of those keys is the birth of a child. The other one is, is amazing. the other one is Reign. All aspects of bringing out Mitziyah, of bringing out something to reality. We spoke about this again, but I want to come back to it. I want to emphasize it, being that this is such a fundamental aspect. And we're going to add to it, a Hashem, as well. So, the moral says, that the reason why Hashem does not turn over the these three keys into the hand of any angel He Himself governs over these aspects is because Hashem is in the Maral's words Bepoil Gomer in absolute actualization. We'll talk about what that means in a minute. And therefore for anything to come out into existence it must also be through the one who is bupal Gomor. I mean coming out into actualization coming about is a process of going Mikopoil from potential to actual potential something that could be but is not and actual is something that is and and thepal is something that is and must be like the like the der hashem says the hashem is not not only exists but that it's necessarily so that there's no Possibility, there's no chance, there's no randomness, there's no um, imaginable way that it would ever be that Hashem would not exist. That's Paul Gomer, his absolute existence. So the morale says that since Hashem is by Paul Gomer, so Kalal Israel coming into existence over here has to be through Hashem. All existence. Everything that comes about has to be through Him. Let's just explain that a little bit. First, we'll use a fundamental leshem. The leshem helps us to connect us to a, a word that we know, a name that we hear often, which is the name of Hashem, the essential name called Havaya. The name Yud, Hey, and then a vav and a hey. Those four letters. That's called the essential name of Hashem. It means that that's the fundamental way that Hashem is revealed to the Nevroim to everyone else. That's the that's the heart of it. So Leshem explains that what that means is that in the most fundamental way, the definition of that name is that Hashem is a Nimtzakayim. Nimtzakayim means He is. He exists absolutely. And that is exactly how the Der HaShem opens up. The very first oath in the Der HaShem says that a person should know that HaShem is Rishon Kadmon Venitsky. Rishon means there's nothing else that's the cause of him. Otherwise it would not be an absolute existence. Kadmon means He's transcends time. He's always been and Nitzki means he's unchanging. Those three together add up to a into an absolute existence, and that's what the Maral means over here, to Paul Gummer, that Hashem is an absolute existence, unchanging. Hashem is a fact, a fact more than any other fact in existence. All other facts, anything we call a fact, is subject to some other underlying premises. Hashem is an absolute fact. It's a absolute existence. All other existences exist within the context of something else. But if that context is taken away, then they don't exist. I exist over here, but I don't exist over there. I exist now, but I don't exist a thousand years ago. I exist, but my existence is not unto itself. It's an existence as a continuation of, of, of something else. Of my parents, whatever it may be. So that is the difference. Hashem, Hashem is a He's absolute existence. And that's what the name Havaya. Havaya means being. Being. Hashem is. He is. Absolutely is. That's the fundamental understanding of the name Havaya. Yud, hey. And Vov, hey. Now, Tel says that there is a second Explanation of that name, which is not as fundamentally essential, but secondary, which is that everything, that Hashem is the source of everything that was, everything is, and everything will be, that's what people have heard many times, the name Havaya is a combination of Haya, Hove, V'iya, was, is, and will be, that Everything that was, everything is, everything will be, it all stems from Hashem. And that's what the Der HaShem right there continues with his words and he says, that not only do we have to know that Hashem is Rishon, Kadman, Venitsky, but that Kolma, V'Hintzi, Umanzi, as Kolma that he brought about and maintains everything that exists. And that's an essential definition of Hashem as well. A little bit less, second, a little less primary, secondary, but nonetheless. Which means that Hashem's existence is such that not only that He's an absolute existence, that He's a fact, he, it's uh, unshaking, absolute existence. But Paul Gomer, as the moral says, but besides that, that all of the existence is rooted in that existence, meaning everything else is just an expression of His Hisrotson. Everything else exists as an extension of His existence. And there is no existence that is detached from Him. And that's what it means, Hashem is a Chod. It means that there is nothing else, there is no separate existence. All existence that there is, comes from Him. That's the secondary understanding of the Shema of And that is what the Ramchal continues with the explanation in the very beginning of their Hashem. And that's what the moral over here is telling us. The moral is saying, why is it that these keys, these maftechos of things coming about, things coming into existence, rain, childbirth, tchias amesim, why are these things, specifically the things that Hashem does not relinquish to anyone else, because for anything to exist, it only exists because the Nims Kaim, the Absolute Existence, the Source of All Existence, wills it to be so. And it must therefore, that's why it must come from Him. So, what comes out is that the reason we can say, according to all of this, that we can say that the reason why this holiday, right here, is the only time that we see specifically that it was Hashem, not through an angel, not through some other intermediary, he himself is the one who took us out. And he himself is the one that deprived the Bechorus of Mitzrayim of of their existence. Why? Because we're talking about over here the coming about of a nation. This is the birth of a nation. This is a fundamental stage, afterwards is going to be, to a certain extent we can say that this is a yesh me'ayin, this is a brand new, never been this is a, like we said this nation, is a nation that transcends everything a nation whose very physicality is holy is tahor, is pure this is coming about, this happens during this time, that's the Leda, that's the birth, that's happening on this holiday, and that's why this Mafteach, this key, to this must come, from the hand of Hashem, and the converse of this, is the deprivation of existence, of the Bukhoros, it wasn't just that, people died, if it would be that simply, Hashem made people die, who knows, it could be that, there's, there's a lot more people, might die through, some other, Miracle that Hashem would do. The Makkah's Bachoros was not a demonstration of the power to kill people. It was a demonstration of the fact that all existence is rooted in Hashem. And that's why specifically the Makkah hit the Bachoros. A Bahor, what's a Bachor? A Bachor, like we know, the midrash in the very beginning of, of the chumash, beratius bar lukim, in the beginning, bishvil why is it in the beginning, in in a beginning, means bishvil of the midrash, for the sake of the racious, for the sake of the beginning, was the racious. So the midrash brings a number of different things. One of them is the, is, is the bikur, is the first fruits. Why specifically the first fruits? Because when a person plants a field, he plants it for, for, for what's going to come out. Now, how much is going to come out? You never know how much is going to come out. But these first things that come out—that's what this. This is the manifestation of, of, of what I did. After everything else, it just comes after this. It's, it's, it's drawn after it. So a bahor defines the process of the ability to bring something into existence. Mitzrayim had the ability, people, the Mitzrayim, had the ability to have children, they had the ability to bring every couple, um, every person, when they had their Bechor, they exercised their their essential ability to bring something into existence, not on the level of Hashem, where it's absolutely Him, but like like the Moranides says, there's a Shutfus, it's a partnership between man, woman and Hashem. So man also but man who's made but lokem also has this partnership and not only man but even animals to a certain extent and the, and they 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 also can bring something into existence they they also have been imbued with the power of pure of Urivia. so over here hashem pulls that power away from everyone he says i'm going to show you that this power stems From, from me, and that's and that's the Hashem Achad. That's the oneness of Hashem. That's a demonstration of the oneness of Hashem, where Hashem shows that you should know there is no other source for anything to exist except for me. And therefore, anyone who is in opposition to that, uh, to to that existence, who is who is not following the the, the expression of the Russell of Hashem. So there's no place for him. So Hashem takes away the Bukhorhood, it it takes away from the Mitzrim, and even from their animals, this whole concept of being, that there should be no delusion, that they are not the ones bringing anything into existence. And this ties in very well into the Posach, In Yechaskal, Khaftas, Pasak Base. Then Hashem says to Paro, Hashem refers to Paro as the Tanina Gadol, the great serpent of the of the river, of the canal, of the of the channel. I share Almor Li Yeori Li Yeori to me. Is my canal Vani Asisoni and I made myself. What does it mean that Paro is described as someone who says, and I made myself? It means he's saying that he, his existence is independent, he has an essential existence that, is, that, that must be without getting into how he could have thought that but it means he's saying, my Mitzis is Mukach, man has the power of Mitzis as well. And so that's of course why Hashem over here demonstrates that not only Hashem Elokeinu, but Hashem is Echad, He is one, means there's nothing else in all existence that has the power to bring anything else into existence. And by depriving him of their Bechor, that's what it demonstrates, it says you, that moment when you demonstrated your ability to bring something into existence that was that was not really through you that that was not a power that you have i'm depriving you of that power you you no longer have that manifestation of of being a creator of, of bringing something else into existence why because hashem is the only source of all existence hashem is the Shem via he is the Nimze Kayim. he is the he's the he's the he exists in an absolute way he is and therefore, all existence comes from Him. That's what's happening over here in Mitzrayim. Clause are being created. Mitzrayim are losing, they're being deprived of their manifestation of that same power. The power of Leda, the power of, of, of being able to bring forth a, a, a Petarechem, someone who, someone, someone who opens up the, the womb, someone who is the first manifestation of the... Koach of period of Iridi that Hashem imbued and empowers everything else to have such a thing. But Hashem says, "I want that everyone should see that this is for Me, and that without Me, there is no such power." That is the power of Makas Bachoros. That is the unbelievable chiddush that Hashem Himself took us out of Mitzrayim. It means we were created. We are a new thing. This was a brand new briah Bria over here, like we said, that, that the Navi yecheskel describes us as sprouting and, and being this young girl and, and, and maturing and developing the beautiful Taharas Haguf, that is a creation that has never been. It's a, it's a Bria hadasha That is what we're about to go through. We should take time to work on the Avodah of Achila, of eating, of as I eat, I understand I'm eating, because an Avodah Hashem, because my even my physicality, is given over completely, to Avodah Hashem, Bez Hashem, Shibu the just like, in Jesus Mitzrayim, were locked up in their houses, they couldn't leave, we are locked up in our houses, it's the perfect way, to spend Pesach, as Hashem may we discover our in, deep, innate Tahara Haguf, the purity that even our physicality, all, all it wants to do is to serve Hashem, that Hashem will be Zoha, to see Agula Shlema, Bekarov mamish.